Welcome everybody to Big Bill's Flamecast for October the 5th, 2022. Coming to you from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And we have another epic preseason matchup live from Winnipeg. Flames are taking on the Jets in their first game of a back-to-back preseason home at home and uh, the Jets are going to be hosting us tonight and these are the final two games of the preseason tonight we're going to have lots of our top guys out there so it is going to be pretty much what we're going to see when the puck drops on the 13th of October against the Avalanche here in Calgary. That is going to be an epic game, obviously. Caudry gets to see his uh, ex-teammates who won the Stanley Cup just a few months ago, and he'll be facing them right away. But, uh, yeah, we have lots of audio from the last game uh, with Sutter. We also have uh, some Tanev audio and Markstrom, who played a very awesome game the other night uh, when we took on the Seattle Kraken. So uh, to get right into it, let's uh, hear from Daryl Sutter and what he thought about the last game. I guess uh, nice to see Chris Tanev out there again. Yeah, it's good to get Chris and Mans both back in. A little bit of hints of chemistry. I know it takes a while, but with Majapani and Kadri, they had some nice exchanges out there. Yeah, there's. I think uh, Naz has got to get up to some game conditioning there. What did you think of Kevin Rooney on the wing? Pardon? What did you think of Kevin Rooney on the wing? Uh, he's played wing before, so he knows he's familiar with it. What did you think of the forechecking and general annoyance of, of that Majapani Kadri Dubé line? I think we as probably had two lines that were played really strong inside the circles. They would be one of them. What would be the other line? Pardon? You said there's two lines that played well inside the circles. What would I, be the other one? I don't want to disclose it. You know, how important is Blake Coleman to what you guys are doing on special teams, especially the PK? Yeah, it's you know what? Blake's ramping his game up. I think it's a different camp for him this year than last year. Last year was, was uh, you know, he was recovering from long playoff runs, so it's different now. You're trying to, you know, what you now you're, with guys like that. Now you're trying to get them in the situations that he's supposed to play in. So there's some guys, you know, you say you're just rolling four lines on that. Well, you're really, you're really starting to watch who can play where and when, and because you're getting into full lineups pretty much. Uh, so guys like that understand their role, and then they, they want to get better at it. They want to smooth it out. Daryl, through, I think, five periods, what have you seen from Jacob Markstrom? I think, guys, we've talked lots about our goaltending camp. Our, our goaltending has been spot on right from the beginning. Michael Stone, another goal today. How have you seen his camp evolve over the past few years? I don't think it's try. I haven't seen it evolve. I mean, he's, we need to get 
15 minutes out of our third pair. And if he's on it, then we need solid minutes. It's not about scoring goals, quite honest. How would you evaluate your PTOs on forward and Cody Eakin and Sonny Milano tonight? Uh, I think it's challenging for both of them. Well, there you have it, guys. Daryl Sutter on his thoughts on the last game. And um, it was very good to see Tanev back. Um, it was really hard to uh, watch when he wasn't in uh, the last few games. But he had a very bad shoulder injury. And uh, it's good to see that he rehabbed well and uh, pushed himself to get back into action uh, really early. Uh, that kind of an injury, you know, it's uh, it's not easy, especially for a guy who loves to do that slap shot. So um, I also got some uh, audio from Tanev uh, going over how he felt and uh, all that good stuff. Um, yeah, it's good to get back and, and get into a game and get up and down the ice and, and compete down low. Um, I mean, you can mimic it, mimic it in practice as much as you want. It's, it's not never going to be the same. Um, it's always always half a step quicker out there in the game. So it's good to get out there and, and play a full 60. You anticipate, I don't know what your schedule is like or if you know, but just with a few games, a uh, couple games remaining, to be able to get yourself to where you need to be? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yeah, get it. I'll, I'll I'll do as much as uh, as the coaching staff needs to, and and thinks I need to to be prepared to start the season. Even within the game tonight, uh, he had a couple chances on your second shift. Does that kind of help you kind of get right back into it? Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's nice that we we came out so strong and um, like you said, had we had some good chances early. Um, sort of handy me. We're moving the puck pretty well, I thought. So. Um, it's good to, to play with him again as well. Um, haven't hadn't played with him in a, in quite some time, but it's sort of felt like uh, felt like yesterday. So he's a, he's such a good player, and he, he made it really easy for me tonight. Is it is it almost better in these games where you haven't played for a while, where you're coming off an injury, to get physically engaged almost instantly and, and feel that contact right away? Or how, how did you approach that? Yeah, I mean, if I'm playing, I I'm not really thinking about not going in the corners or not getting bucks. I mean, that's that's my game. So. I'm going uh, 100%, and if I get hit or if I hit someone, that's that's what happens. Were you uh, felt like you had a bunch of shots in the first handful of shifts? Was that a mentality, or is that just how it kind of worked out? Yeah, I got some good looks. Guys, guys gave me some great passes. Sort of I was coming down the. I don't know, Moses parted the seas a couple times, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I had, had had quite some time, but um, it was good players making good plays and then I mean sort of I mean with Daryl that's the mentality right shot volume and um, getting as many pucks to the net as you can so that's something that I need to improve on um, from from last year. The last time we saw you in a game I don't know if you even could shoot was it nice to see one hit the back of the net early? Yeah it's always it's always nice to score um, hopefully that, that translates when when it really counts but um yeah, getting getting chances is is fun, and it's it's always nice to make plays where where other guys get chances, and and you get and you can get some good shots as well. So, um, yeah, solid game, sort of, uh, uh, sort of a little bit in the second. Uh, I wasn't too happy, but otherwise, pretty good. Is it different, like the the timeline of getting your defensive instincts back versus your offensive instincts? Is there any real difference in that? Or is... Yeah, I mean, I think the gaps are probably the biggest thing. Um, staying up tight and. 
and challenging guys. Um, sort of a little bit, a little bit off with that. So I mean that that's I think the the hardest part, making sure you're you're staying up and you you have a good stick and you're where you need to be um, defending the rush. So Markstrom. Obviously, that last season in the playoffs got a lot of shit from Flames fans because, uh, in their opinion, not mine, that uh, he wasn't playing as good as we saw in the regular season and that he basically uh, is to blame for what happened. And I do not believe that. I believe that the Oilers team was more desperate and wanted it more and they outclassed us and and got it done. Um, I also believe that Markstrom maybe played a little bit too much last season and he could have been uh, burnt out. That being said, uh, in the games that he has played, uh, shifts and, well, periods, and now a full game like he did the last game versus a Kraken, he is looking well-rested, sharp, and ready to go. And not only him, but Wolf, the young guy, and also our other backup goaltender, Vladar. I can't believe I uh, had a blank there, but Vladar, very awesome. So uh, for the first time here in Calgary, we have uh, a tremendous amount of talent in the net, and I'm very excited for this season. And so... I uh, wanted to make sure that we heard from the man in the net, and I got some audio from the last game and his thoughts on his performance. Well, still, uh, you know, small details, but I think, uh, you know, today, you know, me personally felt a lot better than the other game just with uh, with details and, uh, you know, crease work and post work and stuff like that. And, you know, once again, like last time, the guys uh, played a played a great defensive game in front of me. And I imagine going, going the distance as well, that's kind of part of the progression here in terms of getting ready for the regular season. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the goal is always to play 60 minutes. You don't want to, uh, you know, be out after two. So, but, you know, it's always good to start uh, start with two periods. And, you know, we did the same last year. And, you know, we're, we're following the program again today, this year. And, uh, you know, body feels good. And, you know, the guys are guys are playing good at him, uh, in front of me. You've known Chris Tanner a long time. And it's probably no surprise to see him come in after so much time away and just be as effective and see him score and if be ahead of schedule and just playing the way he is, I mean, it probably isn't a surprise to you, is it? No, no, it's not a surprise. Uh, you know, I'm obviously really happy. He's uh, he's uh, he's a flame and, and playing uh, playing on on our on our team and you know everything he does and you know especially coming back after. Uh, after a long summer, and this was his first game back, and you know since camp and a few weeks before camp started, you see him. You know, it's the first first guy here and the last guy to leave, and you know, set great example for for everyone in this organization. How does a goalie get get back it's his timing after a few months not playing games? What's your process to to getting play games? <laughs> I think it's it's obviously easy with uh, you know practice is one thing, but uh, you know games uh, they're different for sure and. Uh, uh, it's just, uh, I think, the mental part too. To you know, just track the puck, and you know, in practice, it's always, uh, always new shots. It's, it's a few things: the skating, and it's really seeing the release, and then also reading the games. And and that's uh, you know, the best thing to to get ready is is to play games. 
are you are you exerting yourself 100% physically in these games, or is is that sort of a gradual? Yeah, you can't go out there half on one skate. It's I think not for anyone in in any team. It's uh, then you're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. Jacob, how close are those details? And I know you have two more preseason games, but how close are those details to you feeling like you're ready for the real deal? Uh, it should be good for uh, you know for next week. So. Uh, uh, you know, everything looked good and, you know, it's all about getting better every day and work together with Barps and it's easy, you know, now uh, two periods and then today we have a 60 minute game and we watch video and go through stuff that, you know, what felt great and what didn't feel so good and, and we work on it. So it's, uh, I'm excited for that. All right. Well, that was Markstrom talking about the only way he can get into game shape is by playing games. And as a most experienced armchair quarterback... I will agree. I will agree. Not playing any kind of professional NHL. Um, I think I can safely say he's right because um, I can imagine it in my mind. So another guy that's really stepped up in this preseason, uh, in my humble opinion, has been Mark Stone. A defenseman who I believe stepped in for Tanev in the playoffs last year when he got injured. And he's been lighting up the lamp, really scoring all over the ice. Him and Michael Backlund, I think, were the only ones that really kept sticking to things in the playoffs when it wasn't going our way. And everybody else seemed to quit. These guys kept going, kept pushing. And uh, unfortunately, I don't know if he is going to make a spot here on the team. He has a PTO contract and... You know, we have so many defensemen, uh, you know, having Uyghur now and Tanev healthy. I just don't see if he's going to make it in. Um, but I really don't know how things are shaken down. But I do know is that I got some audio uh, with him. He, uh, he met the press today and uh, going over his thoughts and the way that he sounds he just sounds like he got some really bad news and i don't know i could be totally wrong but you guys uh listen and be the judge keep keep playing um keep building building your game and go from there i think uh you've done a pretty good job of that so far and, but everything needs to get that much better going in the regular season you know, obviously we, we look at the goals and they'll be pointed out, but, um, you know, just for you, how have you felt about your overall game? Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the goals are the goals, and I've had opportunities on the power play and stuff like that, but, um, I mean, that's it's not all it's about, I think. Uh, you know, play, play the right way, play uh, good to both ends of the ice and do way hockey, and I think building a pretty good pretty good game so far yeah well and but to be able to take advantage of those opportunities on yeah. the power play is big too which we saw last year in the playoffs yeah yeah i mean i uh i don't try to do too much with it that's <laughs> i just try to do what i know i'm i'm decent at so i think i've done a good job still special to come back here and play though anytime uh, or not. yeah yeah it's nice i i mean i don't know if anybody's coming, I just know my parents are going to be here. That's about it. Yeah. How do you describe the competition level in your camp this year? It's good. Yeah, I, I think uh, we've got a lot of guys fighting for spots, and not only that, but fighting for 
opportunities in different areas. So I think uh, I think there's been a lot of good, uh, a lot of good games from a lot of guys. So like I said, guys, I don't know what the case is for Mark Stone. I really like the guy. I uh, I hope he sticks around. He's definitely uh, a Flames guy. You know, he has that identity, that heart to him. And it would be a real shame if the Flames didn't find a place for him. Unfortunately, in this salary cap uh, world we live in, that uh, isn't always the case. Uh, we can't always get every single player that we like. And um, so let's just cross our fingers and see what happens with Mark Stone. So let's get back to tonight's game. Of course, we are facing the Jets in Winnipeg. And uh, tonight we have a lot of our top guys going to be out there and doing their thing. I think we have uh, two of our top lines out there. Uh, Monge is going to be in there. We got uh, Huberdeau. We got uh, everybody except for, I think, uh, Lucic and another guy. But Daryl was asked about this and uh, the guys he's playing, how things, um, how he kind of does things. So I wanted to uh, post that audio here now and uh, get you guys all ready to go with tonight's lineup. So let's hear from Daryl right now. I think just a little bit more definition of the role. You know, where you go through your first handful of games, you kind of just roll players and sort of just let them play. And then you might have penalty killers, power plays, but now you're looking uh, now you want to get guys in their situations that they should be in and then guys that that uh, haven't played much or ramp their minutes up especially up front what about on the back end uh, you know you talked the other day about kind of having a pretty good idea in terms of you know where guys are defined but um, you know same same thing there kind of getting some options different options different looks I think we have a lot of good options there but the one thing we haven't done because you know we wanted to uh, play Chris last game with somebody that was familiar with how we play, so Noah played with Chris. So we haven't been able to use Uyghur on his offside at all in training camp. So this is an opportunity tonight to do that and uh, and then also split Noah and Rass up because Z has had such a good camp for tonight. Um, you know, Z's probably been our best defenseman. So you know, we want to make sure that he stays in the, in the mix in terms of, and that's a a uh, really good one for guys that I'm going to ramp their minutes up, see how they handle it. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's an opportunity to get some more minutes then? Yep. And he's, he's been getting lots of minutes just because, as I said, that's what you do in training camp right. when you're evaluating guys. Now you want you want to see the quality in it and have them out there against against other teams' top guys because that's where it's ultimately decided. Yeah. Well, now we're, now we're seeing pretty close to NHL rosters. Yeah, I think we I think... You know, eight games is a lot. Yeah. You know, most teams are, you know, if you ask the player, especially top guys, they're probably in that three, four, so what, what they see is ideal. And what I've tried to do is, for sure, is those guys, the older players really, really be careful with them. So, you know, if Michael and, Michael and Louis get, won't play again tonight just because, you know what, they're ready and they've, and they're older guys, it's quite honest, so. That's, I think, what 
teams, you know, most teams are doing. I mean, we've 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 held a line out or a pair out every game. So yeah, first kind of chance to see yeah. both knots of men. Yeah, Cadre's got to, you know, we got he's guy. We got to get these minutes up. Get in, he's got to get game conditioned for sure. Been really careful with him, uh, but you know, even the games he's played, he's probably 13, 14, something like that, or even less, five and five. So he just want to get his minutes up so that he's so that he's ready for the start of the season. What about uh, what about the new guy in Zaporna? Uh, kind of the intrigue around him. Yeah, I don't really know much about him other than. Uh, Watched a little bit on video after Brad showed some interest in him. Other than that, I don't know much about him. You, like, as a coach, when you get a new guy, obviously you just said you watched the video, but do you want to maybe not know a ton about him and let, like, not seek out a ton and let him sort of make an impression? Or, or do you, no, I think it's important. You know, if you're a team that's just, you know, building your group or something like that, then I think it's a broader, you know, broader view, but I think. Uh, if you want to be a playoff team, you need certain type players. So, kind of get a good idea what he's about before, and then see if he actually three three ways of evaluating a player. It's what he did, what you might do a couple of years, what he's doing now. So, I would say what he's doing now would be the best evaluation. Just want to sorry circle back on on Kadri with the game conditions stuff you talked about. Is that what you expect from a guy who had such a short summer? Like, is, well, I think there's factors in there. Number one, it's the type of player he is. You know, when the puck drops for real, then there's a little, that's 10% more right away, naturally. And then the next part is age, and then the next part is how long he played. So it's, it's a lot of ways, it's similar to what we did with Blake last training camp. All right, peeps, we have one more little bit of news to get to before we wrap up this show. Uh, we got a left winger off of the waiver wire uh, yesterday. And this kid is a six foot six, 220 pound moose named Zahorna. He is a uh, guy from the Czech Republic or Czechia. I, I don't know the new name. Um, the last time I remember it was Czech Republic. So I apologize if I'm getting that wrong. But he is a, a huge, huge left winger. And, you know, this guy was uh, kind of being coveted by some of the Oiler fans. I was uh, checking out some videos on this guy. I wanted to kind of figure out what he's all about. And, yeah, Edmonton was actually... Uh, some of the Edmonton fans were actually posting about this guy and their desire to get him off the waivers. Well... Bradshaw Living got him, and so we'll see. Uh, if we, I think if we send him back down, he could get claimed by the Penguins again. Um, but don't quote me on that. I don't know how the waiver works exactly. But uh, what I do know is this guy is a freaking moose, six foot six, two hundred twenty pounds, like I said, and a left winger. We, uh, we do have open spot there. Nobody's really coming through. Um, nobody's really setting anybody's uh, hearts on fire when it comes to um, the fourth line. So uh, let's hear from Zahorna. I hope I'm saying that right. And uh, see what this guy's all about. 
for uh, Flames fans who don't know a ton about you, can you just describe your game? I'm trying to play hard and uh, physically and uh, use my use my size and uh, speed. So that's it. What uh, you mentioned, you're, you're ready for that opportunity. I mean, is that just immediately the focus? Is about you know making an impression here and, and, and earning a job? Yeah, you know, I had a I had a good, really good summer, so I think I had a I had a good camp in uh, in Pitt, So uh, there just wasn't room for me. So. Uh, uh, now I, I will have an opportunity to make a team here and uh, play with these guys, so it'll be fun. Past experiences, uh, you know, obviously past games with the Penguins. Is that is that what gives you the confidence, knowing that you can play at this level full time? Yeah, I had a, I had a few games last year and my first year, and uh, I think I'm, I, I did pretty well. And uh, I just didn't have a, so much time and uh, so much games to prove myself and. Uh, I hope uh, now I can, I can I can prove myself here. Any familiarity with guys uh, in the organization? Yeah, I know Dom Ladar. Okay. And uh, I just met the Slovakian guy Adam Rudishka, so they are nice guys, and I think they will help me to to like live in Calgary for a few for a few yeah. weeks, and uh, I, I'm glad they are here. All right, peeps, it is that time again. Whenever we play this song, we know it is the end of the show. But don't be sad, I will be back on the very next game day, which we will be playing the Jets once again. So if you guys want to check out the game, it is live on flames.com. You can check that out at 7 o'clock Mountain. I know I'm going to be checking it out. And, uh, yeah, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. And until next time, I'll catch you all on the flip side.